Well, hello there and welcome all to episode number 27 of HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, recorded here live on Thursday, January 21st, with your host, Root and Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to talk about the anatomy of a goldless noob. I'm excited about talking about WoW Anatomy. Me too. We're also going to cover Root's Auction House tip. Which has nothing to do with anatomy. No, it doesn't. And our add-on of the week. Which, which might have something to do with anatomy. I don't know. Mostly not. I have no idea. Anyhow, we want to say hello to all of our listeners out there, our loyal fan base, our ever-growing fan base. We thank you all so much for lending us your ears during this time. Without you, we'd just be talking into this microphone for no good reason. Quick shout out to our guildmates on Whisperwind. We've now moved all of our characters over on Whisperwind, all of our important ones, except for like the... All the main ones. All the main characters are now on Whisperwind, no longer on Gorgonosh, and kind of miss it a little bit. Not really. I miss some of the people on Gorgonosh. But other than that... But they had already they had stopped already playing on, before. Right. But, you know, our main characters are over there. And um, some other shout-outs. And Freckleface, who, who's this other person here? Uh, Goldtooth on Gold Whisperwind. Tooth over on Whisperwind. And that's a funny story, because we were finishing an instance... I forget what's in that. We're finishing the uh, the calling of, of Stratholme, mm-hmm. and more about that later. But we're finishing that up, and I get this this tell from Goldtooth talking about the podcast. And what what do I do? The first thing I do is I automatically assume you're trying to pull my leg. Oh, why would I do that? I don't, you, because you would. So I'm like, hey, who's Goldtooth, and what do you? He's like, oh, that's some NPC. I said the level eight kobold in Elwyn Forest. Right, and I'm like, no, they're messaging me. Who are they? Is it is it is it Mr. Freckleface? What's going on? You know, but that's so cool. We appreciate you know uh, all of our listeners and fans and people say hello to us. It, it's really cool. I know it made Freckleface smile. I could I could feel her smile all the way across town. Of course, and you know she was saying that it's good to find another female WoW players, and we actually have a lot of female players in our guild real females real not females. just the cross-gender players no ones that i've actually met and talked to and absolutely like lumia exactly she's, exactly like yeah. lumia. And she's a real female indeed she is <laughs> <laughs> i also want to give a quick shout out over to rawcast we love that that podcast it's another great uh, world of warcraft podcast got some shout outs from them which is always always a fun thing to do Always, you can go check out our website over at www.hearthcast.com. There are going to be some upcoming changes on that, uh, which will come to light here in a few minutes. Our email address, should you wish to contribute to the show, is contribute at hearthcast.com. You can find our show on iTunes. Just search for uh, World of Warcraft, and we're down there. The, the list is getting pretty thick with podcasts, World of Warcraft podcasts. Um, and a lot of them that have gone silent already, that are just, you know, they're not live anymore. They haven't updated in a while. But we're still sticking in there. Uh, amongst all the uh, all the big heavy hitters, we're still there, which is kind of cool. You can call our HearthCast hotline at 321-558-7637. Give a shout-out, leave a message, pimp your guild, whatever else you want to do, you, you know, within reason. And uh, we'll get that on the show for you. You can follow us, uh, follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com forward slash HearthCast. We make it easy for you. Also, on our website right now, if you go check it out, on the right-hand side, you'll see something that says Quick Survey. Underneath it, it says, Who are you? And this is just our way of trying to figure out who you are. So we want to learn a little more about you, uh, what kind of characters you have, what you do, 
uh, who you play, what you know, all that kind of just game stuff, and how we can make our podcast better for you. Real personalization there. We got some really cool news coming up, uh, Freckleface, with uh, Taverncraft. And Taverncraft is a company that makes steins for World of Warcraft. Real actually, life steins. Real life, yeah. The, the real, the real deal. You can put, you can put beer in them or whatever else you want to put in them. You can put it in there, liquid, and then drink out of it. And uh, they're actually a subsidiary of another company that makes a ton of other steins, and they, they these are specific for World of Warcraft. And they've actually got one that mimics that what is it, the mug of hurt or something that they've got in the game. The actual one looks just like an item you can get in the game. So I think that is wicked cool. And is it Tinkered of Terror? It is the Tinkered of Terror. Mug of Hurt is something else. You gave me the Mug of Hurt. I did, actually. That was one of, one of, that was on one that of my is, Horde characters. That's that is why. an in-game item. So, but, mm-hmm. but the Tinkered of Terror is uh, something you get from Brewfest. And they actually have... Ta- uh, Taverncraft has one of these. And you can get it. So it's cool. Uh, we are getting something together for you, our loyal listeners... Uh, with Tavern Craft. There will be a bunch more on that, not in today's podcast, but it has to do with our website and Tavern Craft and a contest and a stein, and that's all I'm saying right now. Check it out, Freckleface. Guess what showed up this week at my house? Was it something in the mail? It Yes, it was something in the mail. Was it apparel? It was apparel. Still was is it? apparel. <laughs> Was it your swag dog gear? It was, and still is my swag dog gear. And how did it look? Awesome. How did it fit it, and everything? They fit great. They fit great, and uh, my son thinks I'm just like uber cool dad now. Aww. Because we, you know, I elected to get um, the guild tabard shirt on the front, and then the one on the back. And so the one that has a big guild tabard on the back uh, actually says Hearthcast across the top instead of the guild name. And it's got because we're we're snobbish like that. We're snobbish like that. You know, we're gonna you know, but it's got the uh, it's got my root name on the bottom and on the front on the left on the I guess it's the breastplate part. I don't know what it is. The top you know where you'd put your hand to cover your heart or whatever. It says World of Warcraft. Awesome. And then yeah, I got the army green one for that, and it looks really cool. And I actually wore it to work the next day, and. Did you get any compliments? No, it's a very dark office, so and I have to wear a jacket because it's also very cold. So I kind of just kept to myself with my... I knew I was wearing it, and I felt cool wearing That's it. That's too bad. You know, um, you took some pictures of me wearing my swag bag gear and actually posted on their Facebook page. Oh, sweet. So they are up there for... Well, I'll have to do the same. To I'll sing. have to uh, wear mine and get... I'm going to wear mine this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, my son's got a soccer tournament. I'm wearing it then. All right. So we'll see how that goes on there. But uh, deal. it's cool. I like it. They fit. They're comfortable. And... Uh, they had that really cool out of the bag new shirt smell. I like that smell. Yeah, it was really cool. I was like, mmm, new shirt smell. Almost as good as new car smell. Almost, but but his new swag dog shirt smell was really good. Swag. <laughs> so Franco Face, let me know what is up with you this week in the world of Warcraft. I've had a busy week in Wild in Wildcraft, Warcraft. One of those. <laughs> One of those. Um, I've kind of converted my rogue into a very elaborate bank character. Okay, this is Freckleface. Yeah, and the reason is is because I have so much bag space, I can sell my Titan Steel cooldowns while I'm okay. kind of messing with bank stuff. And you can open up lock boxes. Right. And I can um, use the auction house and dollar in because I'm an engineer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're like Uber Bank Alt with Freckleface. Uber Bank Alt. Um, and my mage, I've been pugging a lot. 
I finally finished Oculus for the first time in Heroic. Nice. Ends up getting five achievements at once. Really? It's awesome. You know, I've been doing that too, getting a bunch of achievements, and I have a, a an add-on that takes screenshots of events, like when I get... Oh, I need to reinstall that one. Yeah, and, yeah. well, I can tell you this. Be glad you don't have it when you have all those... Pop- does it try I, to take five? It does. I turned mine off. It's uh, called Simple Screenshot, and for now, I've taken it off because it kind of freaks out when you have all those multiple uh, rewards and achievements that pop up. It tends to freak because it tries to take a picture of each one as they're coming up. <laughs> so it kind of uh, slows you down right at the very end that's there. That's funny. Um, but I actually got the achievement uh, looking for Multitude, which gave me my perky pug. Oh. Now, I didn't get it the next week like you thought I would, but I got it the week after that. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it was interesting. I got this letter in the mail. Uh-huh. And it said, you know, Dear Very Patient Individual, We'd like to recognize your tenacity in running dungeons with people you probably haven't met before. Hopefully you even showed some rookies the ropes in your pickup groups. I did not. In short, (laughs) we heard you like pugs. So here's a pug for your pug. How about that? So you can pug while you pug, or something like that. (laughs) Pugs, your friends on the WoW team. How about that? WoW dev team. That's cool. So do do you get the last part? What's that? You can pug while you pug? Yeah. I don't... I had I had to look it up. There's this thing going around. Have you ever heard of the show called Pimp My Ride? Yeah. On MTV. Yeah, Pimp My Ride over on MTV. Yes, I do. Right. And this guy, apparently, like, if you like cooking, he'll put an oven in your car. Cool. And there's this thing on the internet where people will, you know, use captions of this guy or they'll... They basically use that phrase, but with, like, a Mad Lib. Like, if you take what I just said and replace the word pug, like, with anything... Okay. You can make up. It's like a Mad Lib. It's an internet thing. I don't know. That's a little internet meme thing, okay? Right. I dig it. I'm digging it. Right. So it's just another, you know, pop culture reference. I mean, pop we could... Pop culture reference. You know, we did an episode on that. We did. A while back. A while back. I think we could do another one. Not that we will. But we could do, like, another one, like, twice as long without covering any of the same stuff. We probably could. Because there are a ton of pop culture references. In I mean, we just, we just, like, brush the surface. But, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, what is going on with you, Well, Root? Fat Wallet's doing good. Um, he's fluctuating right now between about 1,500 and 2,000 gold um, because I like to make, you know, purchases. and um, Investments. Are you actually buying stuff that well, you know, out your bank account now? No, I'm not. I'm not pimping them out. I did find something um, that I bought for my 80 which was a pair of gloves that were better than the things that I just that I got out of uh, uh, the, one of the instances I ran. Okay. Um, the purple, and they were like they were like ten gold. Yeah. Wow. Big time, big time. Mary, I told you I had a little bit of a glitch with the bank. I can't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. It was it was the uh, um, I'm sorry, the auction house rather over in Exodar. Uh huh. Had a little bit of glitch. I was telling Freckface about this earlier. It only showed six hundred items. And so I'm like, what's going on? And they were crazy prices, like way low, like for gems for like four gold. That's not uncommon. And no, these are like... Like purple gems? No, like parts of like the meta gem sets and stuff. Oh, wow. Right. No, these stuff are like, they're they're appraising at like like three to six hundred gold. And they were four gold. Wow. And I'm like, so I bought, you know, and then I saw the gloves and they were like ten gold. I bought... Mm-hmm. And so I spent a lot of money there and then um, filled up my bags, actually, with a bunch of stuff. And um, we'll see, because I've got a lot of stuff right on the auction house now. 
but he's been it's been great. Actually, um, had a uh, a six hundred gold day with him the other day. Nice. And then I spent a lot of it. So well, invested a lot of it. So we'll see. Um, and it was really funny the other day. I was uh, running him around, and my big secret, you know, that I do. Um, I had parked my tune, or not, not parked, just kind of paused, and I was doing something else. I think I was actually eating dinner at the time. And I looked up, and there was somebody else standing beside me. And so I'm like, oh, no, they're going to they're gonna do what I do. And so I had to, to do that really quick. Oh. And so it was pretty cool. But You well, ninja it. I did. I you did ninja, ninja bot. I, I ninja bot. And uh, it was cool. But I got it, and then I ran away. That's funny. So, but he's doing good. What about your other characters? Squid Cash is now level 24. He is my Draenei healer. Priest extraordinaire. Uh, I'm pugging. I'm just pugging, pugging, pugging with him. Just a random dungeon. I, I log in, and I hit I, and I hit the button, and 30 seconds later, I'm, I'm in a dungeon. It's fun, isn't it? It's great. And, of course, you and I tried that the other night, with, and we, like, waited for, what, 15, 20 minutes. Well, when we, right, we are in our... On our 80s, are both DPS. Right, and so right. it's hard because I'm like, well, i got to find a group really quick. It doesn't take this long. And then you explain to her, what are you thinking? As a single healer, I'm going to find a group very fast. Probably as a single DPS, I'll find a group moderately fast. Eh. But then when you throw multiple DPSs in, then you have to meet that criteria for a group that's looking for multiple DPS. And so it's harder. Right. So, but yeah, with uh, with Squid Cash, it's like a 30-second deal, and I'm in a group. And uh, we, uh, I'm tired of running BFD. I'm tired. I've run that thing like, like five, six times now. And uh, the last time I did it, I was with a group that we just moved slow through the whole thing. It wasn't like they were underskilled. In fact, I felt like I probably won't see BFD again because I felt it was very easy this time to go through mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, I must be at the top, you know, top level of that of that uh, dungeon. But these guys were just slow. You know, they like it was. You know, we kill a boss or you know, or, or under boss or what you know, group, whatever. And then one of them would want to go. Well, I'll be right back. I gotta use the bathroom. Or uh, I see. And I was like, come on, this thing's taking forever. It took us over an hour. Were they killing one mob at a time? No, we we're pulling twos and threes. Okay. So it it wasn't that wasn't the issue. I mean, they knew kind of what they were doing, for the most part. Um, most of them, anyhow. I didn't have to heal a whole bunch. It's only like I can remember probably two, maybe three instances where I kind of went, uh-oh, this may not be good. And then there was one time where I actually uh, threw my, my bubble shield on a guy. And other than that, you know, the, you know, the, the shield. Yeah, the, the pre-shield. Pre yeah, yeah. yeah, threw that on it. But uh, other than that, I mean, it was pretty easy to do. And then what really made me mad is you get to the end. Mm-hmm. And a really nice BOP item dropped. And it was cloth. And there's a guy there. I'm sorry, it was not cloth. It was plate because I couldn't use it. And there's a guy there who's like, oh, my friend could really use that. And so he needs on. Everybody needs on. <laughs> he wins the need roll. Everybody's like, you can't even. It was, it was a warlock who did it. And I thought a plate. they had taken out your ability to do that. Apparently not. Maybe it's just in heroics. So Because he like totally needed on a thing and he... They let him. They let him have it. They let him understand, and then uh, let him understand. They told him. They schooled him. Schooled. They him. schooled him. Something fierce. Sailors were blushing. They schooled him so badly, but to, you know, afterwards he understood, and he's like, "Oh wow, sorry. That's you know, kind of a dumb thing." Yeah, and it's BOP. So hmm. 
You know, um, that happened to Lumi. I'm going to tell a story on her. Uh oh. <laughs> um, Cannon Face had told her that she could use daggers. So they were in an instance, and a rogue dagger popped up. She didn't realize that. She needed on it, and she won. And the rogue got really mad. But what's funny is that he started yelling at her, cursing her, and then he put a star on her head. <laughs> he, he marked her. That's <laughs> <laughs> cracked me up so that's much. Awesome. That you know that should have been underneath the shenanigans. That's a that's an improv um, shenanigan. Yeah, put a so, star on someone's head when they make you mad. That's awesome. Get it off of me. No, but she, <laughs> but she they they explained it to her and she gave it back. So that's did cool. this guy give it back? Uh, they rolled on it. I don't know if they he got it or not. Yeah, we re-rolled, okay. but I don't know if he got it or not. Or what well, you know, that's the really good thing about the whole being able to trade within two hours. Right. So, we'll see. And then we get to Root, my level 80 warlock. What's Root been doing? Well, Root is wearing the twirly ball cap of shame. Oh, uh, really? Shame, shame, I've never shame. heard of this twirly ball cap. Of shame? Oh, nope. well, Root wears it. And, well, I was having this problem with DPS. And I started reading on the forums and realized that, that the build that I was using was no longer effective. Okay. And, you know, as some, some certain patch changes and everything else, like, nah, you got to re-roll, you got to do this. I'm like, okay. I really want my DPS to be up because I don't want to get kicked out of pugs, which was happening because my DPS was like the healer was doing better than I was doing. So I was like, there is a problem here. So I said, okay. And I re-rolled with Haunt and something else. And I'm going through, and still people are like, well, your DPS is still really low. I was like, man, what's going on? I don't know why my DPS is so low. I must, you know, it's, it's not rocket science. You know, cast, cast, cast. You just keep spamming the buttons. It's not hard. And finally I'm in this really annoying instance that I'll never, hopefully, ever see again in my life. Which one's that? The one with all the drakes. Oculus. I hated it. Aww. Hated it, hated it, hated it. So anyhow, I'm in there, and I go doing my little thing, and I cast a, a haunt and a corruption, and one of the other guys in the pugs got this little add-on that whispers me and says, hey, I just noticed that you casted haunt level 1. You should be caught casting haunt level 4 at 80. If this was a mistake, let me know, and I won't advise you again. And I went, uh, do What? <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, and I cast Corruption, and I get a similar message. I'm like, uh, is your script broken? You know, me wishing for, you know, the impossible. He's like, no, nah, it works. Jeez. Like, and the guy's like, did you just respec? I'm like, well, yeah. He goes, did you go back to get your other spells? I'm like, I thought I did. Eh, I didn't. Aww. So when I was done with that, they didn't kick me out. They They chastised me a bunch, but... They chastised you? Yeah, they Aww. ridiculed me. And actually, on that one, when my guy, when when uh, my I finally died, actually, my Drake died and I fell for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And since I don't have slow fall, I hit the ground. It still does, slow fall does not work in the instance. Oh, does tried. Oh. Well, I died. I still die. Yeah. And then it was a glitch and I couldn't get back in the instance. So I just, I took the res sickness and I went back. And sure enough, I, yeah, had to, uh, <clears throat> had to train your skills. Yeah, had to go train. Had to go That's get my right. spells. That's all right. And, um, you know, it's not the worst thing I've ever done, but it's pretty bad. Eh, I've done worse. But a big, huge Mongo Hearthcast thank Mongo? you. Huge Mongo. Thank you goes out to your husband, Mr. Fackleface. Oh, really? 
Absolutely. I am not one who needs a bunch. You know, I have a problem with the need versus greed thing. Right, right. And I had decided last podcast, we talked about this, and I said, I'm going to take Rudin in the instances. I'm going to get him leveled up. I'm going to get him geared. I'm, go- you know, I'm going to do this. And so we were hanging out, was it Friday night? It was either Friday or Saturday night when we did when we ran everything and Mr. Freckleface came on and was basically said, All right, what's everybody need to do? Or want to do or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I want a Drake. And I just kinda laid all my cards out and went, I wanna go do this, I wanna go do this, and I'm gonna go do and he goes, Okay, kind, let's go. Mm-hmm. I was like, Really? He was like, Yeah, let's go. Okie dokie. And so we went, we did the calling a strat home in the, in the time, mm-hmm. and I got like 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 three upgrades out of that. Everyone, everyone, in fact, you were like, need on that, you have to need, I'm like, okay, okay, if I don't need it, yay, thank you. <laughs> and and uh, then, of course, I got the need on the Drake, and I got my Drake. My, was it Amber Drake? It's a bronze Drake. Bronze Drake, right. yeah, the bronze Drake. And, and that's... It's your first Drake, right? It's my first Drake, and it's, you know... We had that competition way back when, when I knew that my little egg was going to hatch into a drake before yours, and nope. I just kept getting egg yolk and pets that I already had, and uh, you won that one. You know, I I think I forgot to keep buying the eggs from MH. Oh, I still buy them. I don't buy them every I week. I got but frustrated because I have everything on Freckleface. Right. On my mage, I keep on getting aged yolk, and I think I've just been putting off going buying another egg for so long. Well, I have one that's that. hatching, um, I think tomorrow it hatches. So we'll have to go check that out. I always get really excited, and then I get really disappointed. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's that you're, you're waiting, 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 and then yeah, I got yolk. Or I already got that pet. At least with a pet, you can kind of try to sell it, but can't do much with the Yeah, yolk. and the prices have really dropped. Really dropped. Right. Because everybody else is experiencing the same Doing thing. the same thing, So yeah. it's like, meh, meh. But, so... I just wanted to thank, again, a big, big thank In fact, I texted him that night before I went to bed and thanked him. Oh. I don't know if he told you that. No. See, there you go. I was like, dude, thanks. That was cool. And it really was cool because it's not something that I normally do. And to go through, I think we ran three different dungeons that night. Right. And I got gear and, and the, the, the Drake. And it's just like, this is really, this is really cool. So I was digging it. So with Blizzard... This is kind of like a combination with, with Taverncraft, which we talked about before. They just announced, Taverncraft that is, um, that you can pre-order a limited edition signed and numbered Blood of the Horde and a Alliance United Legendary collection Ward of Warcraft Steins. Nice. Now, we talked about them before, and yeah, we're kind of going to be doing something with Taverncraft. We're not going to be doing anything on these limited, uh, the legendaries. Uh-huh. I can tell you that now, so don't get like uber excited and think that... That we have like, you know, ends to get you something on a legendary level, which we, you know, we don't. Um, but these things are cool, and the fact that you're getting these limited edition and they're signed, numbered, either horde or alliance uh, legendary uh, steins you can get from, and they look wicked cool. This is something that 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 goes in a cabinet somewhere that has glass on it, and you show off to all your friends. You know where you can take a look at them? Well, yeah, you can go to to uh, Taverncraft website and take a look at it. Right, and also on uh, Facebook. On their Facebook page as well. I think it was just today they posted about three or four different pictures of the new steins. And don't they look cool? They do. I like them. Very impressive. I like them. And that's something where I can uh, I can see investing in a stein like that. Because they're they're just they're uber cool. They're very manly. Thank you. 
Oh, you're talking about the Steins? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, didn't hear that. Yeah, but yeah, they are. They are. They're, they're manly. Very manly. So, have you been on the WoW Armory lately, by the way? I actually have not. Oh, my gosh. This thing, they Am I have... missing out? You are. Oh. You are missing out tremendously. In fact, I, I called you out on this today. Because I was like, hey, what have you been doing? Oh, nothing, nothing. I'm like, oh, yeah. We had this achievement yesterday at 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. You're like, why are you playing WoW at Why are you playing WoW at 9 a.m. in the morning? I'm like, what's your point? Because <laughs> I'm like, I called you out on it. I don't no. think I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but here's the cool part. They have RSS feeds that I can subscribe to for every achievement you get. Awesome. So did you? Yes. Are you stalking me? I am RSS hey, R- R- achievement stalking you. Armory stalking. Armory me. stalking you, big time. That's why I'm like, what are you doing at 9 a.m.? I'm like, oh, I see that you. Okay, if anyone else wants to stalk me, it's F R E K K L E F A C E. I did vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah, and there's more than. I get achievements on both. Okay, well you can stalk both. You can subscribe as many. Both of me. But you have to make sure you get the right server because you are not the only. Right, you might be the only face with two Ks. I don't know. Well, you have to be the only person with your name on your server. Right, but when you go to the armory, it's got everybody. Well, so. we've already said we're on Whisperwind. We are on Whisperwind. So you can actually stalk us there. You there can you see go. Vanilla. V-A-N-E-L-L-A. <laughs> you can see what uh, what's going on on there. Root. R-E-W-T. Yeah, that's really hard. Not root. R-O-O-T. <laughs> but it's not like it sounds. Not only do you have the RSS feeds with all the achievements, and it doesn't say achievement, it's like... Uh, it, it's like what you've been doing. It's like there's a little button. I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's equivalent of what you've been doing, like activities. Does it tell you everything I've been doing? No, okay. it doesn't say like you know logged on at or whatever. Okay. It's just if you get an achievement or you get some points that come into into the armory for killing something or doing little you know smaller achievements, they're in there, and it okay. gives a little timestamp on there too. Um, and because there's an RSS feed on, we can actually is again goes back to the announcement we're going to be making with the new the the part of the website um we can actually have our that rss feed on the website so it's kind of like automatically updating the website with what we're doing in the world of warcraft which is kind of cool bigger than that the part that i like about it a lot is they have a 3d character deal now just like your character in the game like if you open up your character window and you see your little character there and you kind of move them around and you see what they're doing they have that now on the armory that's nice and so you can get like this 3d little version of your character and the different stances, all the, the different movements that your character does, running, cower, all those, you know, battle stance one, battle stance two, all those are in there. So you can actually see what your character looks like, and kind of bigger, and, you know, on the army page doing their thing. Awesome. So, and it's cool, and you can move around 3D, whole nine yards. It's very, very cool. There's a lot of stuff that they're doing, which I thought was pretty darn cool there uh, for Blizzard. But a lot of more stuff's coming out of the armory that is being more interactive with uh, with your character, so I thought that was cool. So we're kind of rolling our email question in with my auction house tip. So we're going to get to our email question after after we do some main content here. Uh, after we talk about the anatomy of a goldless noob. Goldless noob, yes. So we do have an email from Pibbles over in Gorgonash, and we're going to get to that after we talk about the anatomy of a goldless noob. All right, well, there are seven characteristics okay. of a goldless noob. Basically, seven things that they don't do. So if you don't do these things, does that make you a goldless noob? Basically. All right, so if you don't do these things, okay. Well, it's, it's more like we all know these people that never have any gold. They're always broke. 
And these are basically seven things that they don't do. Okay. Okay. First one is they don't loot trash. So that means if, like, they kill a mob, they just go kill another mob because it's got gray items and intestines. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they don't loot the fur clothing scraps or whatever. Okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, I see people do that, and it's always the people who have to ask for money. And the reason is, is because even those gold items, once you go to the vendor, especially in, once you get to Outland area or Northern area, they add up. They do add up. I mean, a stack of them is, you know, one to three gold. They have several different types of those, and then it's you're not doing anything extra other than just looting. No, especially if, like, an auto-loot, and just click, right-click, loot, done. Oh, I don't know why everyone doesn't use auto-loot. So, well, you know, I used to have an add-on that would um, select what to loot and what not to loot. Based on quality? Based on quality. So it would leave the trash on on, on the mob. And I ended up turning that off. And getting rid of it because I was leaving money behind. Exactly. And then when I when backspace is an issue, I actually have an add-on that will get rid of my. Or you, I don't use it anymore because I got rid of something I really liked one time, but it gets rid of your least valuable item out of your inventory. Mm-hmm. But it did something against my will one day, so I banished it from my computer forever. Well, when I run out of backspace, I think what the easiest thing to do is if you're out in the middle of nowhere, it's like to find the mailbox, send them to an alt. Right. Just, like, pack us and stuff, send it. And then when you're on the alt, don't open up the mail. Just hit return. And you oh. don't have to pay the reverse shipping go. fee. Or if you're on Freckleface, you just open up your own little portable mailbox. Exactly. So, um, so it's okay. They don't loot trash. They don't loot trash. Second right. one is they waste time asking for money. I don't lend money. I don't lend it to people I don't know. I give money. But, you know, in real life, if you're going to beg for money, you can, you know, you can make yourself look sad. Right. You know, in Warcraft, everyone looks the same. There's no... There's, <laughs> there's no, no emotional tie to that? No, there's saying? not, because you're not seeing people or seeing characters. So people right. aren't, people really aren't going to have pity on you. So you have someone says, like, oh, give me gold. I need gold. You're like, go kill him up. Yeah. <laughs> you know... Go quest. And you see it in trade chat. Every time someone says, hey, can someone lend me... Blah, yeah. blah. It just it starts its flame war. It does. It does. So people who are goldless, it's because, partly because they waste time trying to beg for money instead of going and finding themselves. Another one is they don't bother with professions. Now, even if you start a new character, you're level 5, you don't know what you're going to do with it. You know, picking up mining and skinning until you do know what you're going to do. That can bring in some cash flow. That's Root's entire profession right there, mining and skinning. And he yeah. makes an, uh, plenty of gold with that. Absolutely. And uh, it also goes for not maximizing like your secondary professions. Like if you're paying way too much for you know a chef or for foods that you should be able to cook yourself and you can't. Right. You end up paying more in the long run to pay other people to do it. Yes, you do. Okay, so goldless noobs don't bother with the professions either. They just don't pick it up or they don't. Maximize, or they don't choose right ones, or whatever. They just don't worry about it. They also don't quest. Which I made that mistake. Exactly. Now there are basically three ways you can spend your time in World of Warcraft. You can PvP, which doesn't really give you anything except for the one daily that you can do. Yeah, honor points. But what does honor points give you? Honor. No money. Honor. But if all you do is PvP, how much money would you have? None. Not much. Okay. 
Now, raiding and dungeons and emblems, they do give you more money than they used to. But for the most part, the amount of time that it takes for you to go through an instance, you really don't get that much out of it. Now, questing, either when you're leveling or when you're 80, doing dailies or just going back and doing the other Northrend quest, it gives you a lot of money. Yeah, I was getting quite a bit. Was it 300 gold? Mm-hmm. Because you get the rewards from the actual quest. Right. Then at the end of a quest line, you get, you know, a blue item or something like that, which gives you a chunk of change. And then also, that's the only way you can access the resources. Like, if you have mining, but you only do PvP and dungeons, how You're are you ever going to mine anything? Yeah, well, some some dungeons have, have nodes in them, but not Yeah, maybe not like one, but there's only a few that do. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to find a lot. It's not the same as flying around a zone and you find something. No, it's not. You know, every three minutes or so. So you don't quest. They also don't pay attention to deposit cost. Right. Because that can make a big difference with your auctions. Yes, it can. Like, let's say if there's something that you're selling and the market price is around four gold, but the deposit price is a gold 50, that seriously cuts into your profit. Yeah, it does. You have to up your profit a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure you're not going to get undercut if you're going to post it. True. Now, I've noticed, like, with Frostweave Cloth, um, for example, the deposit cost is so high, I never do it for more than 12 hours. Mm. Because if I do it for long, you know, either someone will buy it out immediately and I'll get refunded, or I'll just sit there because someone undercut me, and then I've lost that money. Right. So people who don't pay attention to deposit cost um, end up wasting a lot. And also the people who don't pay attention to the vendor prices, as in the sell to vendor price. Okay. The same gems we're talking about. Um, the green, the green quality. Like a agate moss thing or whatever it is. Yeah. Or no, the, I'm sorry, the blue quality Northrend gems. Okay. Like the sky sapphires, the talisite, the ones gotcha. that are uncut. The market price is about three gold. Okay. The vendor price is three gold. Might as well go sell to vendor. I know. And, you know, I do this all the time when I'm doing auctioneer and I'm doing the vendor search. It comes up all the time. You know, I just buy the auctions. I get 25 to 75 silver per because people put it for less than they can sell it to vendors. So they're just wasting money. Wow. And it makes them poor. Great tip. The extra bonus. And the biggest one is they don't research items before buying or selling. Okay, and I'll give you several <laughs> examples of this for selling. All right. Okay. Items that are green, blue, or purple quality. Okay. That you can loot from world. They can have a value of anything from 20 gold to 2,000, regardless of the level. Some examples. A pet dragon that drops some wetlands. You can be level 25 and loot that thing. And you see that it's green, and I think the body actually be white quality too. And you don't know what you have, so you put it up for like fifty gold. Do you think it's a white it or green? It seems like item? right, and that seems like a lot. But then someone says, "Okay, that pet's worth two thousand. I'm gonna s snatch that." And that's how much that you could have had. Yeah, leaving what a couple thousand on the table there. Right. So you either have to use auctioneer to find out what the market price is. Or even if you don't have that, at least look it up on Wowhead or Alakazam to try to find what the general value of it is. True. Because it can vary greatly. If you don't know what you're dealing with, you can just waste money. Now for selling. 
Now, I don't know if you've ever actually told what the secret is. I have. But there are, <laughs> there are several items that you will buy for a vendor. Yes. And mark it at way up. Yes. And people buy it. Yes. So, they're not very smart. No. Nope. Because they could have, si- they could have seen that in the auction house and said, hmm, I wonder where I can get that myself. Looked up, oh, it's from a vendor and blah, 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 and just gotten to get it. Most people think stuff that's in the auction house has come off of a, a drop. Right, they're assuming. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll give a great example, and that's the cold milk. You know, the ice cold oh, yeah. milk. I, that sells on the auction house. You can get it from pretty much innkeepers. You know, go visit an innkeeper, get some ice cold milk, put it up in the auction house, and it sells for roughly ten times what you paid for it, or more. And it's, yeah. So it is very important to know the value of what you're buying and what you're selling. Yes. So. Those are the seven things. Those huh? are seven things. Not loose, not looting trash, wasting time asking for money, don't bother professions, they don't do quests, they don't pay attention to deposit, don't pay attention to vendor, and don't research items before they buy or sell. Exactly. So, in a nutshell, it's like they're not taking time with the game. Right. So if you take a little time and be observant in the game, then you make more money. And then you can buy fun stuff. You have a lot of fun stuff on Freckleface. Oh, I do. As an engineer. I can thing. set up a whole little playground. You can. That's cool. So that's cool. I like that. That's so. If you're doing those things, or you're not doing those things, rather, um, start doing them because you don't want to be a goldless noob. No, you don't. At all. That'd be crummy. You want to be full of gold and full of wind. It is true because wind is made with gold. Or gold is made with wind. I think, I think gold is made with wind. You think gold is made with wind? Yeah. But I think you can have wind without gold. But it's not as fun. No, it's not. <laughs> they they have a symbiotic relationship. There you go. There. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of auction house yes. and, a re- and a being smart with your money, what tip do you have for us this week? Well, this has to deal with... You kind of you already hinted on this a little bit. It has to deal with... Uh, how to set your price for the item you have. You know, when you put an item up in the auction house, you have to set the price it's going to sell at. Uh, whether it be whatever your, your minimum and your maximum is going to be. Whatever your minimum bid and your maximum buyout price are going to be. Those have to be set. Now, a lot of people just get in there and they, look, they say, look, I want to get five gold out of this. So I'm going to make my buyout uh, four gold and ninety nine ninety nine, and then I make my buyout five gold. And what statistically, when you look at all the the stats, um, you can get all the stats by the way from um, a lot of the Wow Economy sites. And what is shown is you can get more gold out of your auctions by setting the minimum bid and buyout properly. And what that does is it maximizes the chance that your auction will sell at or close to its buyout price. Because someone can make a bid on it and still get it for underneath a little buyout price once your auction expires. Whatever your minimum bid is. So people think all the time, I'll set my minimum bid close to my buyout so I'll get close to my buyout. And statistically what's been shown is that if you up your buyout price a little bit, it does a little bit better. Now, where the big number, magic number is is that most auctions with a small minimum bid, about 15% of the buyout price, 
they are likely to eventually sell near the buyout price and are also more likely to sell 10 times better than any auction where the minimum bid equals the buyout. Now, the problem with this is, yeah, it's more likely to sell, but you do face the risk that your auction is going to sell far below what your buyout price is, 15% low. But what happens is, in general case, it looks like you it's a very safe and reasonable way to balance a chance of making a sale and hitting your actual sale price that you want to hit. So the big magic number is about 15% lower than what you want as your buyout price. So if I've got something I put up there at about 100 gold, I want to set my, I picked 100 because that's a nice easy round number. I can do math that way. So It's easy to do percentages. You're telling it is, yeah, it's easy. Okay. So I can then set my, my buyout price at about 85 gold. Okay, so... I mean, I'm sorry. My minimum bid price at 85 gold with my buyout at 100. So 15% less. 15% less than what your buyout's going to be. That's the okay. magic number. What happens is people come in there and they see if someone's got something at, you know, the, the buyout and the bidding are so close together, if they're actually paying attention to those numbers when they're buying things on the auction house, then they know you're just in there for the money. But if you go in there and you actually are giving somebody what amounts to a fair deal, and you're not just gouging them for everything, every gold you can get out of them, that 15% is the magic number. It's going to sell. It has a much higher success rate of selling with a lower uh, minimum bid rate. And a lot of times you get your maximum bid because that bid war, you know, people start getting in the bid war. We've talked about the bidding wars before. Mm-hmm. You've been outbid. Oh, yeah, I'm going to bid more. Mm-hmm. So that happens a lot. And you give people that opportunity to raise that bidding up, and that does good for the auctions. Now the worst, and unfortunately a lot of people do this, this 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 strategy, is they set the buyout to twice the minimum bid. Now this is not a good strategy. What happens is people think, you know what, I'm gonna set this minimum bid really, really, really low. So I hear here's my my hundred hundred gold item. I want to get a hundred gold out of this. So I'm going to set my minimum bid at about twenty-five gold. Between twenty-five and fifty. And they think what will happen is people will see that and they'll go, oh, that guy doesn't know what he wants. And so they think they're going to get this long, drawn-out bidding war. What happens is it doesn't last that long. People lose interest. People find another item because you're not, it's too much time. Mm-hmm. And we deal in a very fast-paced economy in the world of Warcraft. So that 15% is that magic number that's in there. You drop it down. This is, I mean, this is, this, this is raw statistical data that I'm, that I'm looking at. It's not me with an opinion. It's 15%. You drop it down, boom, it sells. So think about the price that you want to get. Look at Auctioneer. It's going to tell you what the average price is on it. Go in there and you set your bid price 15% lower than what you want to get the actual uh, gold for. And, yeah, you risk the chance on getting 15% less gold than you wanted. But unless you're dealing with a high dollar or high gold item, then it's not that big of a deal. Now, Pibbles. Remember we talked about Pibbles earlier. Our, we did. our horde friend from our old server, Gorgonosh. Pibble sent in an email this week. And I'll read the email and I'll let you address the email. Okay. And it has to deal a little bit with the auction house. And it's a nice little tip from Pibbles. Maybe. Pibbles says I have a bank tune that has its own guild. One bank alt with a guild. This means that all my other tunes send items to him where he can keep in the guild bank. So he's a guildy, his own guild, with a guild bank. I have three tabs thus far. 
It keeps my items for my lower tunes and stack items for Auction House. My bank tune is the only guild member, so there is not nobody to bother him or the G Bank. Just a thought for Fat Wallet. All right. So they got Pibbles has a bank alt, and his bank alt is the only member in Los Lonely Boys Guild Club. What I made that up. I don't know what Pibbles' guild name is, or Pibbles' bank alt guild name is. I'm guessing it's Los Lonely Boys because it's the only person in the guild. <laughs> It does sound a little lonely. It makes guild chat kind of boring. But anyhow, Pibbles has his character. He's got his tunes. He's got its own guild. He's the only person in the guild. Three tabs on the guild bank. All the other, all of Pibbles' other characters send this bank alt their loot to hold up in the bank. Either grab it in the stacks so they so they, they, they can get their stacks and you go post it up on the auction house or kind of hold it as a repository for their other characters as we're coming up. So you ran the numbers on this. What'd you come up with? Well, for our server, I know it depends on our server, but for ours, I've noticed that people don't get signatures for a charter fast enough unless they offer at least 20 gold. Okay, that's about right. Between I mean, 5 and 20. I've, I've gotten more, but... And over on Gorgonosh, it's probably not the same because when I used to see offers to sign a charter, you know, it'd be about 5... Um, but Whisperwind, for some reason, it's 10 to 20 every single time. Um, so you're looking at, to make a guild, you got yourself, you need 10 people. So 9 of the people times 20. So you're looking at about 180 gold. 180 gold. That's that quick math for you. There you go. And then uh, opening a bank, 100 gold. All right, so now we're up to... Just, just to have a guild bank in the first place. So we're up to gold. 200 and... Mm-hmm. You know, 20 gold. 280 gold, sorry. And then the subsequent tabs, there's five... Um, two fifty for the second one, or for the for the next tab, then five hundred, then a thousand, then twenty five hundred, then five thousand. So, yeah. Um, well, like I mean, it's nine thousand gold we're spending. That's here. just hardcore. Now, one thing we don't know is how many bank tabs Pibbles has. We do. He said I three have three tabs. tabs we do know that. So he spent at least a thousand gold on that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there is an option. I've seen people do that. And you kind of got to look at the pros and cons. Um, the pro, I would think, is to be able to just have one repository. Like, let's say you have four different characters, and you have four different professions, so you're trying to level everything up. So you have all these materials, and you're having a hard time keeping track of who needs what materials. Right. And then rather having to send the mail all around, you just keep everything in this guild bank, and then everyone can access it instantly. Which, which is, in that case, is a great which strategy. Is my but then all your tunes have to be in your lonely guild. They can't be in a social guild. So that's kind of a disadvantage. Unless you are using it like, like Pibbles is, where the bank alt goes in, grabs what the other materials that their other character needs, and then mails them off. Right. Which probably does. So, you, you so got- what, what he's suggesting is basically if you need a massive amount of storage. And you have that much extra cash that you can spend on a guild bank. Now it'd probably be very convenient. It'd be very convenient to go do. The right. thing I like about it is if I can have a holding spot for just a mass amount of of items that I can go corner the market with. Because um, one of the things that, I, and I still do this with Fat Wallet, I will find people or not. You know, it may not even be a good buy. It might just be okay. That's the average market price. I will buy that item. 
because it's a hot item that sells. I may buy, you know, a stack a day for, you know, one day a week. You know, when I'm in there, okay, there's another stack available. Let me buy it. There's another stack available. Let me buy it. And I wait. Basically, I start on, on like a Monday. And then I wait till about Friday, and I've bought every day of the week. And I've got now, you know, that takes up bank space. And you're doing this. And Fat Wallet only does this because right now my, you know, my resources are very limited to what I can do with Fat Wallet. So I, I may have these, you know, five stacks that are taking up space. And what happens is on Friday, I go back and put those all, all those five stacks back on the auction house for a profit. So I can see if you're doing this in the multitude, because, you know, the biggest thing with, with, the, with the auction house, and I've proven this with Fat Wallet, is the more money you make, the bigger risks you take. So I may go in like this week, and I, I know last week I was busting over close to three thousand. Now I'm back down about a thousand, because I've got a thousand dollars right, or a thousand gold rather, writing on you know investments I've made. But I don't have access to any of the Guild Bank right now, Fat Wallet. <laughs> so You're low on the totem pole. I'm very low on the totem pole. Have, but yeah, it'd be kind of cool if you had his own guild. I have my own guild. I'm putting my stuff in my own bank. You know, I can see that. So if you got the money to do it, it's great. Right. And what what I would worry about is, um, for example, like the guild bank on the faces in our old old guilds, it was stuffed full with things from Outland. Yes, like it ne- was. Netherweave cloth, fel- cloth, Fell Island bars, Adamantite bars, the Corian bars. And you used to clean that thing out all the time, too. Okay. Say so, okay. Now you can say that because I left there, but uh, no, no, I, no, no, I'm not. No, you, you would take all the trash out. I'm not saying oh, you would okay. go clean I'd, the guild bank out. It, yeah, I'd, you'd be like I did, I because I would do like, oh look, let me put this in the because I would come in from Outland or wherever I was, and then thinking, okay, this stuff's valuable. Maybe someone in the guild can use this, and I throw it up in the guild bank. You're like, ah, oh, who put this in there? And you go, you go sell it or something. <laughs> like oh, that was me. What to quit? Stop it. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, I do. But it tends to be the problem is people typically don't put things in the guild bank until it's something that they don't even want to be bothered selling. They can't use it. They don't even bother selling. So that's, just put yeah, it in the guild bank. That's what I was doing. So it's mostly trash. Useless stuff. Useless stuff, not trash. Well, we think about the stuff like from BC, how expensive it used to be. Right. And how much has fallen in price. And the problem I have with hoarding stuff is you never know when a patch is going to come out and just make like, it kill absolutely the value. useless. Look at frozen orbs. Frozen orbs, um, the relics of Old War. Yeah. And you not much no- of those anymore. Nothing's changed about the relics of Old War except that the reputation is easier to get. They, right. In the patch, they said, okay, it's 30% faster. So people don't need as much relics. So um, the supply is still the same. The demand has fallen. So the price has fallen. Right. We used to do all those quests. You could, you'd get your, your mammoth. From that was that the relic so little you needed for that one, wasn't it? Yes, because so. you had to get exalted with the sun. Right. Here. So yep. And that was the mammoth that was passenger, but didn't have vendors on it. Right. Um, but it's about half the price as the one in the vendors. Um, but I mean, having a guild bank like it's, I think it'd be cool. I've always wanted to, but look at the price. And I was like, ugh. You know, and the one thing we didn't look at just to consider is the fact that, um, you know. Pibble's character could have been the last remaining person in the guild that died. You know, and eventually got promoted to an officer and eventually got given the guild because they were the last person there. Right. And I've actually seen people try to sell whole guilds. I've seen this too. Yes, I have. In Yep. 
and they want a lot for it. Sure enough. Because they want to get back no the money, money that they back. spent yep. on it. They're like, I got this many tabs, and they're full of crap. And stuff. Like, full of stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but you got to pick your name. Now I'm stuck with something stupid like Plays Naked. <laughs> Let's go around with that on top of my head. Who would want that? I don't know. It would be so embarrassing. Who would Plays Naked? I don't know who came up with that. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> So, all right, well, there's our, our extra tip from Pibbles to go get a uh, – put your bank out in its own Los Lonely Boys Guild Club and have your bank taps. So, hey, if it works, I'm all for it. So, Pibbles, you need to let us know exactly how it works because you didn't tell us that. Um, you just said what you're doing. You didn't tell us how. It's you know. So, email us back. Email us. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Pibbles, even better, call us. Call the Parthcast hotline. At 321-558-7637 and let us know exactly how you're doing there with uh, with your bank alt. And we'll just incorporate that into the show. So, Frackleface, what is our add-on of the week? I know we like looking at add-ons every so often that, that make the game this much better. And I saw one, but I'm going to save it for next week because okay, it's you, really you cool. Okay, you do it next week. Um, there's a little bit of a kind of story behind this. I don't know. Um, I tried to do the weekly raids. Okay. The new ones. The ones that give you frozen orbs. Not frozen orbs. Emblem of Frost. So last week's was Obsidian Sanctum. And I had played that before on my Rogue on the old um, guild. And we had such a hard time because there are mobs that will put a curse of mending on the players. Okay. Which will then mend the mobs. Oh, and you so you cannot, make, you make cannot heal down the mob? Them. You cannot down them when that curse is nice. up. Nice. So before I went into that raid, I knew as a mage, I have, you know, a move curse to be my Right, so yeah, that. you were decursing everybody. So I went to go find a, mo- a mod that did that. I just went on a little curse client, and I did a search for mage decurse. And I came up with decursive. Okay. Now what this does is it puts, when you're in a group, actually when you're alone, it puts very small, almost transparent little boxes on your screen. Very discreet. But what happens is when someone is cursed, it makes a little noise and it pops up something in a box. Everyone in your party has their own box. Gotcha. And all you have to do is click on the box. Oh, to wow. Cast the spell. I like that. So the benefits of it is that it configures itself automatically for your character class. Like, I don't have to say click here to decurse, it just knows I'm a mage. They get a curse. I click on any curse. Um, you can also configure it. Like, you can put different people with different priorities. So, I'm assuming you want the healer to be top priority. Right. Um, or the tank. So, you can get them first. Um, you can prioritize members. And uh, you can change the priority of the different types of things that you can dispel. Like, magic, curses, poison. And uh, it's just... It was really useful. I have it running now. So, so you were able to decurse and, and... I did. I pwned. And so there was no mending going on. Nope. Wow. Nope, nope. I took care of it very easily. And um, this is also on the Curse website. It says it's highly optimized and effective coding. That's good. And that it's, that they say they will not affect your frame rate, even in the worst battle conditions. I like that. And they say they're bug-free. We'll see about that. I don't think there's any code that, as you know, speaking as a coder, I don't think there's any code that's bug free. It says bugs are not tolerated. That doesn't mean it's not bug free. 
This means they're not tolerated, which means they're going to fix them as quickly it, as possible. Exactly. That's all that means. Yeah. Um, so that is decursive. I, it, it was helpful. It did what it was supposed to do. I liked it. And I'm going to keep using it. Very, very, very cool. Well, that about does it for this week's show. Um, we do want to ask you guys to go check out swagdog.com. Follow them on Twitter. They've got their own guild. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, they're just they're doing everything, and they are. I know you know we've talked about the shirts. Freckleface and I both have uh, shirts we've gotten from them, and gotten shirts for friends. And uh, it's you know go check them out. They are incredible. They're really worth it. Taverncraft uh, stuff's coming up with them. They make the steins, World World Warcraft steins, and we'll be uh, giving you some more information about that this coming week. Something that I'm sure. All of you are going to be uh, really into. We're going to have some more uh, interesting things going on with the website. Kind of, we're kind of doing this whole thing with the website and tavern craft. Kind of this going to going to kind of coincide. Uh, so they'll be available right about the same time. We're going to kind of weave those together, which I think is going to be pretty cool, pretty fun to do. But yeah, again, just like I said at the top of the show, we thank you so much for listening and giving us your ears during this time. Don't forget to check out the website over at www.hearthcast.com. Remember, our HearthCast hotline is 321-558-7637. Call before Pibbles does. You can always email us at contribute at hearthcast.com or use our website submission form. And if you like the show, uh, please let us know. Rate us on iTunes, send us an email. Uh, tell your friends and your guildmates, send them our way. And you can link to us from your blog, Facebook, MySpace, or other account. And when you do link to us, we link back. Just like trollhunter.com did. Awesome. So they got a link back, and that's actually a really good, a really good uh, blog. I wouldn't ever look at it. He actually writes in troll. The so actual language? Well, it's like the hey man, you be doing these. You know how they, you know, they sound. Oh, the Jamaican stereotype. Yeah, the Jamaican stereotype. He actually, awesome. that's how he writes on there. So you can check that's his it. link out over uh, on our website already. And I thought that was that was pretty good. Cool. Kind no, of this is very cool. I couldn't imagine writing like that. So, until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. <laughs>